You know, there are people who can sing, dance, write songs, and become franchisees. And behind me, singing, is Brave Williams, who is open for Beyonce and is a wonderful songwriter and singer in her own right. She now is a franchisee of Workout Anytime. And here's her story. Welcome to the Franchisee Podcast where key industry leaders provide education and inspiration. Here's your host, Dr. Kathy Gosser, the director of the Yum Center for Global Franchise Excellence at the University of Louisville. Welcome to another episode of Franchise U. With me today, I have an incredible performer who now is becoming a franchisee. I have Brave Williams. And Brave, welcome, and thanks for being with us. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm so excited to unpack your story. So first of all, you are an accomplished singer, songwriter, and actor. You've appeared on BET. You've even toured with Beyonce, which is a big deal for a lot of folks, including me. You have lots of singles out. I think your new one is You Tried It. And you have your own record label, Brave New World. You also have a passion for philanthropy. I read that you've worked with Associated Black Charities, Baltimore St. Francis Mentorship Program, and the City's Women's Shelter. You're an ambassador as well as a lead trainer for the Steve and Marjorie Harvey's Girls Who Rule the World Mentorship Program, and you advocate health and wellness through your own Brave Williams Fitness Club, and now you are a franchisee with Workout Anytime, and I read that your whole purpose is to inspire. So now it's time for you to start talking, Brave. Let's start with where your passion for performing and fitness began. I read you have 16 brothers and sisters, so maybe you could share a little bit about your childhood and what shaped your passions. Yeah, so great question. Um, Honestly, the love for music started when I was nine. I literally was riding in the backseat of my parents' car, and then I heard a Tupac song, and um, it it was Keep Your Head Up. And it was Tupac Shakur and I heard his lyrics and I don't even know how that young I was able to, I guess I was just drawn to his storytelling. And so I just, from that moment, I remember I I went home and I just started writing poetry. I loved being able to tell stories creatively. So that's really where it started at that young age. And I, when kids were outside playing, I would be off in a corner with my composition book, my black and white composition book and just writing poems. And I would draw pictures to them. and. Um, It wasn't until I was about maybe 16 or 17 when I knew that I could sing. So at that point, I had already built up, I guess, my confidence as a as a spoken word artist, because I would I would go out and perform live my poetry. But it was really like I stumbled upon singing and by turning one of my rap songs into a a song. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I sound good. And so, wow. Yeah. And so from there, I really just um, focused on um, developing that gift as a singer. I um, put my I surrounded myself around other singers, um, put myself in arenas where I could listen to other singers and really learn how to sing. And that's how I landed my first deal at 15. Oh, I think I was 17 at the time with Columbia Records. And then from there, I went on to RCA and that's how I toured with Beyonce and opening her show. And then I it drew me to open my own label, like you mentioned, Brave New World. Um, and I currently have a song on Sirius XM called Don't Tell Me No. It's a ballad. And uh, the video was out as well. Um, so, yeah, I think it through all of that fitness and health, um, that is kind of what kept me sane. <laughs> Being able to work out and um, lead workouts. I've, I always worked out. I always liked being active. So it's kind of like just a natural passion of mine. 
So when did you start working out and what did you first do? Yeah, um, I was always just active, be it sports in high school, um, be it just outside, just running. Um, It wasn't until about 10 years ago where I decided to become certified and a licensed trainer. Mm -hmm. So I um, became certified through ISSA. Since then, have probably trained over a thousand women, and I loved it. I didn't realize how much of a reward it was to take a woman from having very little confidence at that first day and then watching her just radiate by week four, week five. And to me, it's just like the biggest reward. So that's really what started my passion to want to bring my clients into a facility. And that's where I work out anytime comes into play. That makes total sense. So when you were training on your own, describe what a typical training event would look like. Honestly, I was slammed, packed. I I loved training. It was very hard for me to turn anyone away. Um, So I trained a lot of people. Some clients I'd be waking up at, my alarm would be set at 3.15 a.m. I'd be in the gym by four just to train them, doctors, nurses, just so they can prepare for the day because their shift might start at six. Um, And I would go up until maybe 5, 6 p.m. that night every day. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And it did. The crazy thing is, it it didn't feel like work. Like I, I loved it. I loved seeing people happy. I loved seeing them become inspired, and just get that that new renewed feeling of life again. Um, I feel like everyone everyone deserves to feel that. Everyone deserves to, you know, know what it is, know what it feels like if you have a child to chase after them and not feel like, oh wait, I have to because my hip or my knee. And even though we might have ailments, preventative. Um, measures are are there for us. We just we just have to choose to take them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree with you totally on that. And you know, I also read you have tons of skills. You can hip hop dance. You can swim, box, play basketball, softball, skate, do the splits, run, lift weights. How on earth do you keep up with all of that? <laughs> well, like I said, I've always been active, um, so that's why I think training was just very um, inevitable. I I guess I should say, because I I love being outdoors. I love moving. It's very hard for me to uh, to sit still, as I've been told. Um, So so I don't even think about it. It just it comes natural, I guess. I can see that. So let's go back to those 16 brothers and sisters. Do they share your passions and have you worked with them on fitness? Yeah. So I'm actually... I don't know if it's fortunately or unfortunately training my sister right now because she's probably one of the most hardest clients. (laughs) My older sister, Um, yeah, but no, she's um, she's doing phenomenal. She just had my uh, my nephew six months ago, so yeah, we're trying to get off the baby weight, and she's looking phenomenal. But in terms of the other fifteen, it was a very uh, fun childhood because I was an aunt. Um, when I was like four, um, wow. it was my father's first marriage, he had 13 children wow. and then my mother and he had three. So that's, that's the whole 16 in totality. That's a lot. That is a lot, <laughs> but that definitely kept you running as well. I mean, I can't imagine a dull moment in that household. But, this is very true. <laughs> so you've had such great success as a performer. Why make the move into the world of franchising? Well, performing will always be a part of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just, even with movies, I, I just got my my first um, TV script since opening and developing um, this gym. Uh, I'm in Atlanta, Maryland right now. But 
I had to just put it on pause so that I could focus on making sure that this baby was given all the attention that it needed to be able to crawl before it walks and, and so forth. Our grand opening is Monday. Um, but yeah, it was really for me just a time of wanting to expand. I was actually in full transparency, I had saved up to shoot my first movie under my production company. Mm. Um, and instead of taking that money and putting it in the movie, I said, I think I want to invest this in my first gym. Wow. And so, yeah. And so here we are. Um, so yeah, I just, um, I wanted a, a home to bring all my clients to. Oh, that is so, that is pretty inspiring. And, but when I think about it, it's like you could have opened a gym under your own name. What appealed to you about the franchise model? Yeah, the support, hands down. I, I did toy with that idea because I, my 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 actual business um, was Brave Williams Fitness Club. Mm -hmm. And so I thought that I could do a lot of great play off of the, my name, Brave, for my own gym. Oh, yeah. But there's also a sense of independence that comes with that, that I didn't know I if I really wanted to step out and fully independently do that. I've mm -hmm. Once I did my research, I did my due diligence. I studied with other franchisees. Um, I went to their gyms for six months at a time and literally did everything from cleaning the toilets to learning the computer systems to seeing how a gym actually operates. I thought that the network is what will equate my net worth because there's oh. a lot of um, just valuable tools that other franchisees and other supporting operators um, that can give you when you attach or align yourself with a franchise as opposed to doing it independently. So that's what really made me move into this direction. You know, Brave, that reminds me of something that Matt Haller, the CEO of the International Franchise Association, always says about franchising. You're in business for yourself, but not by yourself. This is true. That's great. Yes, absolutely. It is, it is a good line and it is his line. But why work out anytime? You mentioned that there were several gyms that you looked at. What made you choose work out anytime? Yeah, so it's it's crazy how quick it happened. I was actually in another business deal with another brand. Mm -hmm. I was four days before going into escrow where I was going to deposit my money to purchase an already operating gym, which sounded great to me because I was familiar with the area. It already had the equipment. It already had the employees. 90% of the work was done, right? I didn't have to like come in and renovate and, and demolition a place, a space. Yeah. Um, so I had agreed to that and I was in contract with that. And then I was actually going, uh, I sent someone to another location of that same brand in South Carolina. Cause I was like, I was going to purchase that gym as well. And when she got there, she's like, brave, no one's here. It's desolate. Everyone's across the street. And I said, well, what's across the street? And she said, work out anytime. I said, well, what's that? <laughs> so, oh my gosh. So she said, everyone's over there. I said, well, go over there and see what they're doing. So yeah. she went across the street. She FaceTimed me. I loved what I saw. I liked the model. And then I started investigating. And then three days later, I found myself in their office in Alpharetta. And I felt like I was cheating on my boyfriend because I of knew course. I already made an arrangement with this company, but I could tell I was moving more to work out anytime. Um, just with the their their sense of community, I liked their business model. Um, I liked that they provided everything, um, I guess, that this other brand didn't in the mm -hmm. sense of the locker rooms and the amount of showers and the amenity space. That is really what drew me to them. And so in that moment, when that meeting was finished, I knew I was pivoting and about to break a contract and go with them instead. 
And and that was honestly my first experience of of making that sort of business decision. And it was it was scary mm-hmm. because I had already built a relationship and you know, you don't you don't think about um that that comes with the business world. You're allowed to pivot. You are allowed to change your mind. Um, there might be a, a, a cost, but um, but you're allowed to do that. And, and that's what I did. And I'm, I'm very happy that I did. Well, that's great. And you know, that might be called divine intervention that that workout anytime was across the street because very true. you're not just opening a couple, you signed a growth plan of 23 fitness centers. 23. 23. I know it's a lot. So tell us about that plan. Yeah. So, um, it's over the span of several years. Um, but we, I'm already in location number two. Um, and that's in the building department. Like I said, the grand opening for this one is Monday. So I knew that if I was going to pivot, I wanted to go big. Because I'm already now leaving a situation that um, was, like I said, already developed. Mm-hmm. And since now I'm going into new territory of building and the architectural space and the engineers, let's just um, let's just go big. I wanted to go big. And so um, we settled with 23 and uh, they'll start populating on this northeastern side of the, the country over the next five to seven years. Well, actually, well, now, but um, over the next several years. That's wonderful. And that's a lot, especially a fitness center is a, is a large investment. And I read where you said opening with Beyonce was a walk in the park compared to opening a business. What was that first day like in your first location? Um, you know what? The first day was incredible. It was leading up to that first day. Ah, okay. That's everything, all the tumultuous or the challenges that, that happened were leading up to actually opening. Opening was great. It's just a lot of administrative red tape, checks and balances with the permitting, making sure. I mean, it's like stop, go, stop, go. You think you're at the finish line, but then um, another inspector comes and says, oh, well, you forgot to fill this out or you did this. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it was a very um, it was it was a very like I said, Beyonce opening at Madison Square Garden was a walk in the park compared to this process. And it's it's a blessing because it does, it it gives you um endurance. Mm-hmm. It um it makes you, I mean, not to get spiritual, but I'm a very spiritual person. And I, I feel like sometimes God may delay things so that when they do happen, the only thing you have to fall back on is to know that it was him that did it. Mm-hmm. Right. So because it, it could be a discouraging process. So for me, it definitely made me um a truth teller a truth speaker because i say that my name is brave i say that i had faith and during those weeks leading up to is when i really had to rely on i know he didn't bring me this far <laughs> for it to not happen um and you know you get through it and you learn along the way but it was definitely um it was definitely some challenging times i can imagine i know that back in my days at kfc i read i ran restaurants for a while and opened a new one and i can remember things pop up you just don't expect is there one particular surprise you could tell us about yeah my pre-sale trip just going back to the pre-sale moment um i filled out all the, the 80 pages of paperwork to allow myself and the, the to have a pre-sale trailer to mm-hmm. run pre-sales out and got shut down 30 days later and the truth is, I I was devastated that day when the inspector came, and I think the and the um, the generator was at a 0. 0.5 
So a generator can go from one to, to three in terms mm-hmm. of voltage. Mine was like um, a 1.5 and I put on the paper that it was a one. So I didn't document the 0.5 and she shut me down and I, mm-hmm. I was devastated. However, again, it was such a blessing because had she not shut me down from the moment she shut me down, it forced me to have to shut the trailer doors and have to come outside. My pre-sales skyrocketed. I didn't realize being inside the trailer was actually hiding me from people. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like I looked at the numbers and I couldn't believe it. We literally skyrocketed from that moment of just the table and two chairs and a, and a, the, um, the tablecloth. Granted, we did have the big trailer that says the the branding. It said workout anytime. It said it has the balloons, but I didn't know this was my first gym that being inside um, the visibility was was limited. I'm thinking everyone can see the big trailer. They'll know to come in to knock on the door. Not at all. My sales skyrocketed after those 30 days of sitting outside. So again, it was a it was a huge blessing in disguise. That yeah. that is something. Tell me about the kind of support that Workout Anytime provides you that you really treasure. Oh, it's a lot. Um, they will answer my call despite it being 12 midnight or at 6 a.m. They come to the gym and um, they'll give you a week of training with your employees, um, with some of the the corporate staff, with some other franchisees to just make sure that you have an understanding of how to run. And they know how to run, that the employees know how to run the systems. Um, They've been they've been awesome. And again, I think what is so valuable is just also the franchisees of being able to rely on them and call on them and lean in on them when there's it doesn't matter if it's a question concerning a chemical or something with payroll. Um, They're very open and they're very giving. And I'm, I'm super appreciative of that. Other franchisees definitely help each other. I've seen that no matter what the brand is, franchisees want each other to succeed. So I'm glad you found that out already. Yeah. No, thank you. That's a that's a cool thing. So what advice would you give to someone who's opening their first unit now that you've done it? Oh, I'm actually writing a book. <laughs> oh my gosh. As if we don't have enough to do. <laughs> I am writing an ebook of all of the major lessons that I learned because that even just in pre-sales, it's such a pivotal moment to make sure that your gym has a a chance at a success. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I first started, people said, well, how many people do you want to sign up? And I said, a thousand. I don't know why I said a thousand. I thought a thousand sounded better than 500. Yeah. Um, and they kind of chuckled like, oh yeah, that's cute. And it, it wasn't until like maybe the fourth person um, that chuckled. And I was on a Zoom call. I remember it was an interview. And it was with a marketing company. And he says, well, most franchisees don't start out with a thousand. This is your first gym. So maybe, you know, 400, 500. And I was like, no, I'm going to do a thousand. Well, I ended up doing 1800. Awesome. So, but I say that because I learned, I learned that there are systems that you can have in place to give yourself a a great chance at winning. Um, The franchise really helped um, with providing what those steps were. A lot of it, I listened. A lot of some of them I took from other franchisees studying in their gyms and seeing what they did. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yes, I'm putting everything in an ebook and I'm just going to give it away. (laughs) Like these, these are the tips. This is what I did. And granted, this is gym number one. So I have a long way to go. And I have a lot of respect for gym owners that have multiple units under them. Um, my, my advice would be, you don't, 
you, you, you have to be a sponge. You have to be willing to learn to put your ego aside of what you think that you know. Um, and you have to do your due diligence in studying. Go and shadow under other franchisees. Go and shadow under managers. Learn everything you can about your business before you sign on the dotted line so you know specifically what you're getting uh, invested into. Oh, sound advice. So how did you find your employees? I had a very extensive interview process. Um, I did put um, ads out, but it was probably a they had a three a three part process to before I let them actually do the trial date. And the trial date was one day of after you made the other three um, interviews. The trial date was coming in and um, letting me see how you interact with people um, during our presale. And even now, even though we're no longer in presales, I still do that. Um, fortunately, I the the staff that I've hired is there. I'm so blessed. They're 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 just as passionate about um, just as passionate about uh, fitness and training and understanding that. Um, where yes, we might be in the business of fitness, but we're really in the business of servitude. And this is an act of service. We're giving people just to me, it's it's one of the biggest things you can offer someone, health, fitness, um, getting back into the idea of self-love. Um, there's a mental health aspect to it. So I found great employees that um that believe in that and that was important to me. Makes that makes a lot of sense. And because you're right, when you go into a fitness center, you really do expect that type of support and understanding and care from the folks that work there. Yeah, absolutely. But it starts from the top down. Like we have our trainings regularly where it's, we have to always, it's, you can never not train. That's number one, even as an owner, as a, as a franchisee, you always have to be in the mindset of constantly training, um, because you never want to lose sight of what's important. And for me, is making sure that every member that walks in this door knows that there's someone in here who's well-equipped educationally about the machines, who's well-equipped about having enough energy to provide them because you, we could be the difference between someone having an amazing day or even just changing the trajectory of their day because that's they right. came and saw a smiling face. So that's really important to me. That's right. That does make a difference. So tell us what your favorite workout is. I love full body. I love moves that tackle a bunch of muscles at once because, <laughs> because with so much going on with the, with the gyms and building and um, all of them, those nuances, I need to get in, get a full body and make it quick and effective. So for me, I love bear crawls, um, uh -huh. movements that force you to, like I said, have to use multiple muscles at once. Um, anything that has to do with the plank, um, weighted squats, that is what you'll find me doing. All the hard things. That makes yes. sense. I was waiting <laughs> for you. I was waiting for you to say my least favorite burpees. But um Oh yeah, those two. Those two. Yes. Uh, I, I don't like those either. No, I don't know many people that do. But what is your you have this great growth plan? What is your ult ultimate goal with franchising? Say even 20 years from now, what where would you like to be? I would like to um I mean, I'll just start with with the obvious for me. I would love to have all 23 plus gyms operating at a, at an optimal level. Um, I want to change and my my love and my desire to want to help people change their lives started with my training. So 
I know with building these gyms, um, I get to increase my chances of helping more people. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that's really, that's really what it's about. I want to, I want to have an amazing empire of workout anytimes. Um, in addition to um, building my production team for movies, I will go back. I will circle back at some point and, and shoot my, my romantic comedy. Um, and maybe I'll shoot it in one of my gyms. Oh, that'd be cool. That's a location. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, yes. That's great. That's great. What an inspiration you are. And, you know, Rave, you've accomplished a lot in your career and you have a very diverse career. I mean, all the things that you can do, but in thinking of where you are now, what are you most proud of so far? Oh, wow. Um, I have to say, I'm, I am so proud of this gym. I'm so proud of this location. I'm so proud to be in a community that re- really received everything that um, I'm offering, that we're offering. Um, this gym is at the, this is at the top of my list. Gotcha. Where, now where's that one located that's going to open? So this one is in Lanham, Maryland, yes. um, Prince George's County. So I live in Baltimore. So it's about 30 minutes south of Baltimore. Um, the second location, which is in the building department right now, is in Manassas, Virginia. Um, gotcha. So that's about an hour south from here. But I was able to snag an amazing fitness director out of Manassas, Virginia. And she's actually here with me every day in Lanham. But when we go to Manassas, um, she'll be very hands-on as well with that gym. So that's fantastic multitask. Yeah. It's going to be fun to see you grow for sure. And my last question for you is, is there anything you wish you had known before you started the franchising journey? Hmm. I don't know if words could have prepared me for this journey. Um, I'm sure maybe if I thought long and hard, but if I was told what it would entail, I don't know if it would have discouraged me. (laughs) So I'm actually Right. I'm actually happy. I I knew minimal um, in terms of the experience. Right. Because like I said, it's a lot of it's a lot of stages to to developing a gym, um, to to opening any business, any Mm -hmm. business. It requires a level of sacrifice and dedication. So you just really have to be focused. I think that's what it is. You you can't tell someone how the level of focus and commitment that they will need Mm -hmm. um, because the level that it requires you just have to be in it. You just have to be fully committed. So I don't even know if words would have been able to prepare me for the things that I didn't know. You just got to show up and just be ready to tackle the day and say, I'm, I'm, I'm equipped. I'm equipped for whatever comes my way. Let's go. There you go. Well, I'm one of your fans on the side cheering for you. I'll be watching. So thank Aww. you. Thank you so much for being with us today. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Franchise U is brought to you by the Yum Center for Global Franchise Excellence at the University of Louisville. For more information on the center, visit business.louisville.edu slash yumcgfe. Thank you for listening to Franchise U.